Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Lab. Sean, as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL Draft Stars, and we bring them to you today here on the C2P platform. If you miss any of our featured guests at the moment of the live broadcast, you know Apple Music, iTunes, Blog, Talk, Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to these shows. Today we have a fantastic guest. It's the wide receiver from North Dakota Fighting Hawks. It's none other than Noah Wanzak, and this kid is a Big-bodied receiver, plenty of size, 6'3", 208, and he was at the uh, Beyond Sports National Skyline Combine. And, and as we know, with everything going on in our world with pro days being canceled, um, having some official numbers and times and heights, weights to go along with your highlights is a big thing. But with that said, Noah, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? It's going good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, we're excited to get you on. There's nothing like uh, trying to, you know, uh, I guess uncover a, a hidden gem, and you have so many nice intangibles, so I'm excited to kind of get to it. Um, I mean, growing up, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, were, were you the better athlete? Were you the kid that was, you know, scoring four or five touchdowns every weekend? Honestly, honestly, no. Uh, when I was younger, um, kind of took me a while to hit my growth spurt. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely had to develop, um, you know, and, and – uh, in middle school times, I was never the, the kid that was on the on the A team tearing it up. I was I was on the B team here and there, but I developed and and grew grew into better athlete. So so you're so you're not the kid at the moment. So when do you start becoming that guy, Noah? When do you, when does the body and the frame start to fill out and you know things start? You're not the clumsy guy anymore. You're the guy that's starting to be saying, hey, you know what? If, you know if you're in the backyard picking teams, Noah's the first guy picked. Yeah, uh, well, I would definitely say freshman year of high school, I kind of, kind of hit that growth spurt and and just just formed into my body a little better. Um, and you know, I was in sports, ton of sports throughout uh, my childhood. My parents put me in a ton. Um, but yeah, really, basketball and football and track were were the ones that helped me and and developed me. And you and you uh, now you played college basketball as well. Nope, nope. Just just I just played college oh. football. Yep. Okay. You play you uh, you play high school basketball? Yep. I played high school basketball. I love okay. basketball. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh just how about this one? I mean, uh you're you're 15 years old, you're dribbling the ball. I mean, who's that guy you tried to emulate when you're on the on the hardwood? Oh, I would definitely say LeBron James. Yeah, growing up LeBron was kind of <laughs> my my Jordan. So, I would always be in the in the driveway saying LeBron and then trying to dunk and stuff. <laughs> uh, pretty good dunker. Can you dunk? Yep, yep. I like I like to think that I can dunk pretty well. <laughs> now we know this is a football podcast about the 2020 NFL draft, but one more basketball question, Noah. Um, if if you're going to win a dunk contest, uh, what what one are you kind of you know are you going to do the double windmill? You're going to do reverse? Uh, what's the uh, what's the repertoire dunk of choice? Um. 
I would have to say off the backboard windmill would be would be my go-to. Uh, add a little flavor with off the backboard, and then the windmill is obviously pretty hard. So that would be that would be my go-to. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a good go-to. Once again, Noah Wozak, the standout Fighting Hawks receiver here on the C2P. As we talk a little bit of basketball, but mostly we're going to talk about 2020 NFL draft and what this young man brings to the table. So uh, you talked about you know the growth sport as a freshman. You start you know you start developing. Um, when do you start getting looks, and, and how did you end up in North Dakota? What other schools were looking at you? Yeah, so my recruiting process was probably a little different than most people. Um, it wasn't until really my senior year that I uh, I really got uh, Division One looks. So throughout, like, junior and, and sophomore year, I was getting some D2 looks and NAI and stuff. Um, but uh, the UND coaches had me come up to Grand Forks uh, the summer between my junior and senior year. Um, I came to an elite camp and uh, kind of showed out a little bit and then, uh, you know, kind of put me on the radar. They came to uh, a couple of my football games and then um, it wasn't until basketball season that they offered me, actually. Uh, so they came to a basketball game and, you know, kind of credit basketball because that, that really got me noticed and um, <clears throat> put me on the radar. Excellent. So you'd start doing your thing. You're, you know, you're at North Dakota. And, and for you, you no matter – I mean – Every we have so many young men that come on the program. It doesn't matter. You could be D two, D one, D three, JUCO. Uh, but when do you kind of get the sense that what you're doing on a Saturday can allow you the possibility to make it in the National Football or league place in the XFL or CFL? When do you kind of really get the sense that what you're doing could possibly get you this opportunity? Um. Yeah, I would say the kind of the big moment is uh, uh, my sophomore year. We went down to Utah and played Utah. It was a big Pac-12 school. Um, you know, it kind of it kind of showed me that you know, if you're good at football, you're good at football because we were playing uh, guys <laughs> that are going to get drafted and stuff. So that that would probably be the moment where hey, I can play with these guys, and you know, I'm not I'm more I could be more than just a college football player. Definitely, and that, that, that's a great you know, and a lot of guys that uh, from a smaller school uh, share that same sentiment as you know, you go off and you play some of these big time programs, and you know, you're lining up against these guys that you see on draft uh, you know radars and. And lo and behold, you're doing your thing against them and having success. We ask all the guys that come on the show, you know, we throw you in the film room. These scouts are breaking down tape. You're in that room with them, Noah. What do you think they're going to love about you? What are those intangibles that you bring to the position that they're going to fall in love with? Yeah, I would definitely say my route running. Um, I'm very detailed, uh, just kind of crafty. Um, I'm not going to burn safeties over the top, but I know how to work my body and, and just find open space. Um, along with that, I think they'll – I think they'll really like my ability to catch the ball, um, you know, my athleticism, my catch radius. Um, so I would definitely say those two things are, are probably the biggest. Nice. That, now the play comes in. You're about to execute it. What's what's your favorite route to run? I mean, if you're going to catch a touchdown pass, what's the way you want to do it? Oh, man. Well, being that I'm 6'4", uh, there's nothing better than going up <laughs> over somebody and catching a fake ball. But I really like, I really like <laughs> running a post corner, too, so – kind of deking out the corner. That's a good feeling for sure. You know, what's funny is uh, we had uh, Micah Simon on from BYU a couple days ago. I have – oh, no, Jordan I, – I have it in my notes. I take notes of your show. Uh, Jordan McKay, Oklahoma State, I asked him the same question. He said post-corner. When you said post-corner, I'm like, wow. So uh, that poor yeah. corner must be the popular route right now. Um, how about this one? And we, we this is your show. We want these guys to get to know you the best that we can share you. Uh 
I mean, what are the intangibles that we won't see on tape? I mean, you could have been a team captain, a weight room warrior, a film junkie. Um, maybe the offense you ran with the Fighting Hawks, you guys didn't throw the ball, or you got to, you could add more deep balls. Or what do these guys need to know about you? That's definitely a big plus moving forward. Yeah, there's a ton of things. So you mentioned uh, the the style of the offense. So my first three years, um, we were very run oriented. We had two of the best uh, running backs in the nation. Um, and John Santiago and Brady Oliveira. Uh, but, yeah, we didn't, we didn't throw it a ton, and, and I still was able to put up some good stats. Um, but along with that, um, like you said, I was team captain my senior year. Uh, I think guys really really trusted me. Um, the thing that the coaches always would say is be the same guy every day. So that's, that's kind of the, the thing I took to heart. Um, you know, I was always early. I was always that guy that would, that would be 10 to 15 minutes early to me. Uh, I think it just sets the tone. Um, yeah, so I think there's just a, a ton of stuff. Um, you know, I was just I was just way, raised in the way, uh, built on hard work and um, yeah, just a work ethic. So nice, I, I like it. And then again, it, it, that's good stuff. Like I said, it's a great opportunity again to just for you to kind of showcase yourself. And you know, and I was trying to dig deep, uh, you know, trying to check check out some stats because you know I was wondering if you guys were uh, run oriented, you know, you know throughout your collegiate season, and and, uh, and obviously uh, you you mentioned that you were once again Noah Wanzak, the Fighting Hawk standout from North Dakota, kind enough to join us here on the C2P as we find out what this young man brings to the table. Now I just threw Adam Thielen out there because he's a small school guy that ended up making it big for the Minnesota Vikings, but uh. You know, I, who is somebody that maybe family or friends, to- coaches, teammates? Do you get comparisons to anybody? Um, I, I would say I get compared to Adam Thielen just because uh, you know he plays for the Vikings, <laughs> and I grew up huge Vikings fan, and you know, kind of grew up in a similar area. So, yeah, I would say definitely Adam Thielen. Yeah, that whole north up north type of thing is just it, there was so many parallels and coincidences. Like you know, I, I couldn't say anybody else. I'm like, plus he had that small school right. background and got into camp and and that you know and that could be you. And then you know, three years from now when we have some other kid up north, then you know I could say, hey, he's the Noah Wanzak, you know, of the Arizona Cardinals or something. I mean, it happens. I've been doing this a long time, and there's nothing finer when uh, certain things like that do come to fruition and you kind of get to reminisce. Um. For you now, going through this process, everything with this coronavirus has kind of eliminated, you know, pro days and workouts. Um, now, I believe you did, you took part in the National Scouting Combine, great numbers down there. Um, what was it like just kind of getting into that combine prep type atmosphere and being able to just to work out and show what you had? Yeah, for the National Scouting Combine, I was very fortunate to, to be able to go there and be invited. Um, obviously, getting numbers in with all these pro days being canceled was, was huge and something that will definitely benefit me. Um, but it, it was definitely just good to be around um, some college football players, talk about, you know, what, what, they, what their experience was like. It was definitely kind of a, a good background and, and a good thing to compare myself, I would say. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely good, and it, it definitely helped fuel the fire a little bit more, you know, just knowing that, you know, I'm up there and, and I can do this. You definitely are up there. You definitely can do this, Noah. Um, we are almost out of time, and we appreciate you sharing some of your time with us, but we always like to end the show with a few off-the-wall questions. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, sure. All right. Now, take us inside that Fighting Hawks locker room. Um, could be you. Could be a teammate. Um, who had the most bizarre nickname, and how'd they get it? The most bizarre nickname? Oh, man. Um, I'll – I'll have to go to our uh, our left tackle, number 79, Noah Mortel. Um, 
He was a good friend. Uh, I'm not really sure how he got it, but his nickname was Lard, weirdly enough. But, yeah, I would say that was definitely the most off-the-wall nickname. Yeah, this is such an unattractive nickname. I mean, you could be called yeah, Money. You could be girls. Nah, I mean, yeah, Lard. I mean, it just, uh, you know, you're out you're out with your buddies on a Friday. You just don't want to be referenced as Lard. But that's a nickname no. and nicknames, Noah. It's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> one of those things. Um, how about this one? Um, Coach Schweigert, um, does anybody do a great impersonation of him, and would they do it in front of him? Uh, yeah, I actually have a pretty funny story about that. So during fall camp um, this past year, we would try to do some team bonding stuff. Um, and then one of the things was impersonations. So each position group went up and impersonated their position coach. Um, and we had Quentin Seguin, who was a, a D-tackle, go up, and uh, he was going to do Coach Schweigert. Um and just the type of the kid he is, everybody was a little nervous. <laughs> just didn't want to make Coach mad, but he went up there and killed it. Um, it was it was it was a good impersonation. Head coach laughing too. Oh, well, that's always good. Uh, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of coaches. Uh, guys won't even say who they, they won't even admit who does the impersonation because uh, they're they're kind of fearful that the coach might not be happy. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a hard no, and then they won't. They'll say they're they're done, but they will not. They won't. They won't reveal who does them. And then the final one. Um, it, it, it's uh, you're about a month away from the draft. Um, it's time to celebrate. Um, um, who's the best cook in your family, and uh, what would you like that person to prepare? Oh, man. That's a tough question. The best cook in my immediate family? I would have to say there's probably two. I think my brother Jordan's a good cook, and he, he cooks some – he's a big hunter. So, um, you know, if you're going over to his house, you might have a, a moose steak or something. So that's definitely one that's interesting. Um, but then Ooh. I would definitely say my grandma, my grandma Donna. You know, there's nothing better than, than a home-cooked meal from her. Um, I used to love going out on the farm. <laughs> and – uh <laughs> eating what she had so i would definitely say my grandma donna she's a she's a pretty solid cook excellent now and i got to go back to that moose steak now if you gave me a moose steak would that does that just have the same taste as any other steak well that's a little different but it's it's definitely more wild gamey but it's pretty good <laughs> yeah he definitely that has some interesting good. stuff you might get some moose you might get some elk you never know that sounds excellent. Noah, man, you were fabulous to have on. I can't wait to kind of follow you as you make your path towards this next level. But we always like to stay, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you joining us here on the C2P. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. No, no problem at all. Once again, that is Noah Wanzek, the Fighting Hawks standout. And, again, a lot to bring to this table. This kid has the size, the intangibles. You just love his background, team captain. And, and again, we all know this is a big thing for rookies, especially rookie receivers. Um, he talked about detailed route running, and that's one of the most critical things that these guys have to develop as they go to the next level. A lot of these uh, times, these guys are just kind of just, you know, you know, I mean, the route tree is not something that they, they climb a lot, if we put it in that kind of perspective. But once again, Noah wants to actually stand out here on the C2P. <laughs> This has been a C2P exclusive. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.